Hello and welcome to Dunking Biscuits Podcast, providing etiquette for modern times. My name is Grace and with me is Emma. <laughs> for a second when you said like, okay, I'm pressing record, I was like, cool. And then you pointed, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm starting it today. It's, that's, it's, that's, 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 that's me. That's, that's cue for you. <laughs> your turn. <laughs> time to shine. <laughs> Still professionals. Look. Like I said, we're episode 128 in and um, still One day really, we'll, we'll get really, the hang of it. really good. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? How was your, how's your long weekend? As, I mean, are all your weekends kind of long? Just continuous. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a weekend. It was really good. It was really good. Um, just good. I don't, like, we went away for a day and... Like, just got things done that we need to sort of tick things off and... Yeah, nice. Yeah, just good. No major things, just good. Just yeah, cool. And yourself? Nice. Also, very good. Mm. Like, nothing huge. Also did a little day trip, um, called in, saw my dad. And, like, yesterday, it was kind of annoying because I did a lot of work to catch up on. But it was good because I ticked so many things off my to-do list and, like, meant I could go into work a little less frazzled this week. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, also very good. Anyway, speaking of good things. Oh, I have (laughs) a really good one. Nice. um, Yeah, I'm just really excited. So, um, this is from Good News underscore Movement. Surprise, surprise. Um, It's from the 21st of February, so it's a little bit further back if you go onto their page. And it's titled "Woman with Down Syndrome Turns Down Sorry Turned Down from Every Job Starts Her Own Cooking Business Hires 15 Employees Many with Disabilities." So Colette Divito, 31, who has Down born who was born with Down Syndrome, completed the Clemson University Life Program um, a year early. She was eager to get a job, but was turned down from every job she applied to decided to take her fate into her own hands and turn her baking hobby into a business five years ago. Now the company, wait for it, is worth over $1 million. Wowee. She runs Collectees in Boston. Half of her employees have disabilities. Her shop was so successful, her cookies can now be found in Maryland, Connecticut, New Jersey, California, Florida, New Hampshire, and New York. Wow. Her favorite part of the job, and this is a direct quote, Creating more jobs for people with all types of disabilities. Do not let people bring you down and do not give up on your own, on your careers and dreams because one when one door closes, another opens. Um, if you want to follow them on Instagram, it's at Collecti. Um, so name's Collect with a Y on the end. Cookies. They have like 44,000 followers. There's lots of different Ooh. things on there. She speaks about the people that she works with. Um, they also do a lot of fundraising. So... Super amazing, very inspiring, and yeah, I just super impressed. That's just like a heck yeah moment. Like, absolutely love the success for it. It's like um, you know Dylan Alcott? Yes. So he's created like a job website. It's kind of like so in Australia, like one of the main job websites is like Seek dot com, mm-hmm. and he's kind of created that, but with like a huge amount of um accessibility options Mm -hmm. and so you can like as an employer you can like state like yes we have like quiet working spaces we can accommodate like wheelchair access or these kind of things and then like as a person applying for jobs you can kind of like put it forward to be like 
Um, if you do have like any disabilities, if you're neurodivergent or anything like that, or if you need like particular working, like need a particular environment, yeah. Um, yeah, so he's like created that website and it's kind of like, yeah, seek.com, but kind of way cooler with way more access for a lot more people. So good. Yeah. So good. I just, yeah, I think, um, you know, more can be done basically in a sentence. Oh, for sure. So whatever you can do, more can be done. Yeah. So I absolutely love that idea. I wish they were an Australian-based company because I also love cookies. Can always support. <laughs> can always support a cookie business. <laughs> but yeah, that was a great story. Thank you very much. Grace, what is your weekly win slash whinge? Um, I have a lot to whinge about, but I'm trying not to be a negative Nancy, and this is all very circumstantial and there's too many names to too many faces that I can't be bothered building the scene for everyone. Yep. So my win <laughs> is carrying on from my good news story last week when I was talking about Kayla George winning MVP mm-hmm. in the WNBL. I went to the basketball on Saturday night. It was a Melbourne Derby semi-final mm-hmm. and it was such a game. It was like, it was a very rough game. I was like, girls, we're playing basketball, remember? No contact. Yep. Um, but it was like very close, very tense um, and just so much fun to watch and the team I was going for won so I was happy so now they've got to go to a game three decider um it's all very exciting so that's how I'll be spending tomorrow night also watching the basketball so you're not going to this one personally no it's in Monterna yeah Yeah. so this one was in Parkville which is like three k's from my house Mm -hmm. so we caught the tram it was pretty easy but yeah, this one, like if it was on a Saturday in Wonturner, I'd probably go. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure where Wonturner is, so I can't give... I know it's like an hour from my house, but I couldn't yeah. tell you in which direction. Um, so a bit too far on a Wednesday, but I will be watching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on ESPN and KO if you've got them. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that's my moment. I just went to the basketball with Jack, and it was really, really fun. Um, had a good time and got a golden gay time on the way home. I love that. I love that entire story. That is, that is so good. <laughs> yeah, how about you? Um, uh, as I mentioned to you, I have a very mum win, and it's like so <laughs> ridiculous that this is such a win. But I just I can't explain how much relief I have, and it's it's my own like doing, right? So yep. I do all the washing in our house. That is my job. So do I. It's the thing I've noticed. Yeah, I just say... I don't mind it, though. Look, it's fine when it's just two of you, and, like, you might do washing every other day, but I do loads True, forget that there's two... Yep. More. Every day. Loads. Not just one. I generally do two loads of washing. Like, today I've done two loads of washing, and the average is two. And um, over the weekend, I did one load of washing because I was like, I'm not doing washing the weekend. Like I'm just having a break. Yeah. But I didn't fold the washing from Friday. I did a lot of washing on Friday. I didn't fold it. And so it was this mound. And so to give you an example, think of a normal washing basket. Yeah. I had four of those full that I had to fold and do. And like, I'm just showing you, this is just mine on my bed. Like, yeah. It's just ridiculous. Times that by four. I didn't realise how many pairs of underwear Jeff owned until I folded most of them today. And I was like, do you have any left? <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, I'm so confused. And so all I did today, and I say all I did, all I achieved was I did 10,000 steps before 10am. 
Oh, nice. So I did my run and my, my walk. Yeah. And then it took me four hours to fold this washing. Now you're thinking, Emma, how could it possibly take you four hours to fold washing? It's because I get the washing out. Mm. I start folding. Ginny woke up. So I had to put the washing back because she pulls it all out and climbs all over it now. Oh, and so then kids. when she finally went to sleep, I was like, ah, sweet. I'll pull it back out. So I pulled it back out. And so <laughs> then pulling it back, I'm putting it in all different rooms because I just can't leave it in the lounge room while I'm folding it. And yes, I fold it in the lounge room while I watch TV. And, oh, who doesn't? Yeah. And um, then she woke up again. And so I brought her back out because I was like, you've only slept for 25 minutes. I, I need you to sleep more. So I held her mm. and she was like, just slowly dozing off. And so I was like, okay, yeah. so I put it back in. She woke up again. So like, it's not just me sitting and doing, that's why it's taking me so long. Because <laughs> if you don't do it at the time that you, like it's washed and dried. Yeah. It takes a lifetime to get done. So other mums out there or people who do the washing for a whole household, I feel you. You are seen. It sucks. <laughs> and the main reason I do it is because Jeff is so terrible at folding washing. It's like a crunkled, like crinkled. It's it's so terrible. And I do not iron. So like I can't. Uh, see, I'm pretty bad at folding, but I mainly only have to fold and put mine away because Jack irons most of his things. Mm. So he's get crumpled up and folded into the ironing pile which I don't really care about because I know he's going to fix yeah. what I've that's, done. That's his problem. Like, it's not yeah, exactly. I mean, I'd love to learn how to iron. There's just not enough hours in the day, and he's really good at it. So like, I don't want to take that away from him. Yeah, hmm. um, yeah so um, win was finally getting the washing done. There's no <laughs> washing in the house besides the load that I put out, obviously, today. Um, which, weirdly, I was like, how's even put a possible load to go out because I've folded everything that's in the house. Like, I don't know if yeah. have any other clothes. Just gone to work without any underwear on, but <laughs> just, somehow there was washing today. I just don't understand. But um, shout out to people who have more than, like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how it goes as, as the girls get older because obviously you would have a school uniform and then mm. you might have, like, after-school activities or, like, other things or sport uniforms or whatever, and I'm like, just spending my entire life doing washing and, yeah. But you would also like to assume that as they get older, less nighttime accidents potentially. Oh, we don't, I don't uh, have to do any of that stuff at the moment. Oh, really? No. Oh, then I don't know. I think I was trying to find a silver lining for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. It's, it's, I'm, it's, I'm happy. Yeah. This is a happy thing. That's, that's why I'm so sad because it's so it's giving me such joy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my win. <laughs> what a win. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like a, was that backhanded compliment? A backhanded oh, win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, our second last, um, it's my first day or maybe series or ten episodes. This trilogy yeah. <laughs> um, going on. Is about lifestyle change so we have a part one and part two and we want to preface that this is not encouragement for certain outcomes it's more about things that you've decided to um, adjust or change to be healthier so yeah um this week i'm talking about um eating i don't want to say diet because it sounds like it's restrictive but it is the right word like diet like everything that you eat is part of your diet but I don't. I think yeah. dieting is probably the more, like. Yeah, that makes sense. Eating for an outcome. So, but I think it's like such a negative connotation oh, word. Yes, like, as soon as you say diet, it's just like, 
automatically my brain goes to like no chips no chocolate my instantly thinks weight loss yes it's not correct like that's not the way we should be thinking a diet is just basically the food that you're consuming so yeah um i've written some spoken like a true health teacher yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've written a few things that um i guess can assist in um a lifestyle change or you know a change of your diet and yeah um i just want to share them as openly as possible and just make sure that you know it's the first day and i'm sort of going to lead with you wake up kind of yeah start off with so um as we all know all change starts on a monday so it's a monday morning <laughs> don't tell me it's sunday because that's that's rubbish it's a monday nobody's morning. starting a diet on sunday <laughs> um it's monday morning you have um, you. Up, you have woken up <laughs> and you have decided previously that today's the day that you want to make a change. Yeah. Hopefully you have prepared yourself because I think preparation is key. Yeah, it's definitely, you started on a Monday, mm-hmm. but you really actually do start it on the Sunday because Sunday's when you go to the shops. Yeah. You made, you made sure you were prepared. And yeah. preparation is key. Is basically a good motto for anything in life. Doesn't matter what you're doing, as long as you're prepared, the outcome's most likely to be successful. So, um, you're prepared. You've got the things that you need, the food that you're going to eat. Monday's starting point. It's going to be tough. The first mm. day, the first couple of hours are going to be tough, but also you're most likely to be the most motivated. So, I think. Being prepared, having prepped maybe the night before what you're going to have for breakfast um, and making sure that, you know, you have doing this for the right reasons and knowing what goals you have and um, working towards those goals. So my second point that I've put here is making short-term goals. Your goal for the first day could be so simple as sticking to the meal plan. And that's it. That's that is yeah. the goal. And um, if you have a slip up on the first day, do not think that's a failure. Just think you can learn from this day because maybe the first day is going to be tough. And yes, you may be motivated, but something might have happened. Maybe I don't know. I'm just going to be very stereotypical. Maybe there was a birthday on that day, and they happened to have like your favorite type of cake that comes into office. That's so unlucky. And that was something that you were. <laughs> planning not planning to eat that day because you had Mm. a meal planned and that wasn't on it so short-term goals for the first day i think is really really important because at the end of the day you can have a sense of success and if you have success you're more likely to repeat yeah i think that's key like the other day um one of the ladies in my office came in and she's kind of like oh you know like i'm kind of like she came in she's like oh, I've started a new diet whatever and she's like kind of going through a few things I'm like oh that doesn't sound too bad and then she got to the oh yeah and I have to cut out coffee and I'm like for some people that would be easy like I feel like I genuinely could cut out coffee for like the caffeine reasons like I feel like I don't get much of a caffeine kick mm-hmm. and like if I don't have a coffee I don't get like the headaches but it's more like the social aspect that I would struggle with like I love a recess coffee walk mm-hmm. with people at work um but yeah but so she's doing it for more like health reasons and she's like um it's fine she's like I love tea so I'm gonna like try like 
instead of having like two coffees a day, I'm going to try and have two teas. I'm like, well, that's still pretty caffeine-y, but like, okay, all right. Um, her diet allowed tea, so that's fine. Um, and then she came in day two. She's like, well, I've given up the coffee bit. I've already had one today. Nobody judge me. Um, but she's like, instead of having two, I'm going to have one. And I'm like, well, that's probably a more achievable goal. Even for like, you do that for like the first two weeks is get used to just having that one instead of having two. Because I think like automatically like cutting something out, like one of um like the person we used to know just cut out chocolate for a whole year. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Why? Like. Yeah, where's the joy? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I think, like, if I were to, like, wake up on January 1st and be like, no chocolate yeah. um, as part of my diet, then I'd be like, well, that's not an achievable goal. So I think it's something that you can actually it has to be realistic. work towards. Yeah. yeah. Something that you're not, like, like, for me personally, there's no way that I could lose a certain amount of weight because mm. I just, it's my body physically would not be able to do that. And yeah. most human bodies are like that. So if you're like, I want to lose this much weight or I want to achieve this by doing this, you just got to also work within your own personal limitations and what your body is physically able to do. Yeah. So my next point is changes won't happen overnight. After your first day, yeah, massive. do not do anything that's going to be measuring your success. There's no point. Unless it's counting how many broccolis you ate today compared to yesterday. <laughs> that Don't is do it. it to yourself <laughs> because it's not going to show any difference. One day is not going to show any difference. Much like one day does not mean that you failed if you accidentally had something that day. That does not mean that you yeah. put on all this weight because that one piece of something. So changes don't happen overnight. So after your first day, no measuring, no quantifying, just success is based on what you achieved that day, not what Yeah, you, that's huge, yeah. I just think that's just, yeah, really silly. And um, I think also telling people what you're doing can be good but also can be bad. Mm. It's good for support. Um, I like to do it for accountability. Accountability, yes. Mm. I, I truly, I do believe there's definitely benefits of doing it. But also, I think sometimes people might say things that can be seen as negative. If you're, yeah. um, and I mean down the track. Like if someone says, oh, you look so skinny. Like, yeah. That's not good. That's not good to hear. For you, your mental health, Just it's just not good. Like, you're yeah. healthy, love that. You're glowing. That's a great one. Perfect. <laughs> I'm loving that outfit on you. Lo- amazing. All these things are yeah. really good. And, um, but I think if someone loses a significant amount of weight and then you start telling them these types of things, which is generally what people do when they try to have a lifestyle change, it generally, yeah. generally tends to be for weight reasons, it can fuel things in them to make them do more extreme things. So you just need to... Yeah, not every time, but it can spark. Yes, every time, of course. But I think just be mindful of how you celebrate their achievements. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just think we just need to be mindful of how we speak about it to other people. Um, You might say to, like, you know, your work colleagues say, I don't know, this month I'm, I'm trying to eat more vegetables. 
Yeah. And just so they don't have to know the whole story. So then they're not questioning like why you're not having your normal, you know, chocolate at lunchtime or whatever you normally have. I don't know. That's a more me situation. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think there's just ways of doing it. The other thing is you need to also know what your body needs. So Yeah, that's huge because I, during lockdown, in my infinite wisdom, mm-hmm. was cooking more veggie, like veggies. Like I wasn't really cooking a lot of meat mm-hmm. um, whilst also still running quite a bit. And, oh, boy, did my iron levels just disappear mm-hmm. um, because I thought I was, like, putting, like, the right amount of veggies in and stuff like that and, like, kind of, like, still trying to supplement it. But my body's like, if you want to do all this stuff, this isn't going to work for us and it can work for some people, yeah. just not for me. Um, so definitely I think if you are kind of, like, restricting or, like, altering your diet in a big way, find it, like, for the first few weeks, like, really monitor, like, are you actually feeling better or are you kind of like, are you more tired at the end of the day? Or are you getting dizzy if you go out for a run, for example? Um, don't know where I pulled that one from. Yeah. But yeah, so just like make sure you're actually listening and paying attention. And like do, like if you are doing it like quite a big alter mm-hmm. to your diet, like actually look properly at like the, well, if I'm taking out this, like what do I need to supplement it in? Or yeah. how can I keep it balanced and stuff yeah. like that? And I think it's it's hard because... Like, basically in a nutshell, if you want to lose weight, you have to be a calorie deficit. So Mm -hmm. basically you have to be having less calories in your body as you're putting out. And obviously the human body naturally puts out a certain amount. Um, So if you put less in, obviously you're going to lose weight. That's going to happen. Yeah. That's fast. Pretty much how it works. But your body can't do that forever. Like you need to be – the body needs to be able to sustain – it's also normal function and I think some people take the extreme measures and um, it can affect your body so I just think slow and steady I think on average if if your goal is to lose weight obviously there might be other goals like you might want to be lowering your cholesterol or you might want to be lowering yeah. your sugar count because you something to do with um, like insulin and diabetes and stuff like that but um, I think the majority of the population, if they're changing their lifestyle or, you know, adjusting their diet um, for weight loss, you should lose one to two kilos a week. That is that is a normal range. Mm. If you're losing more than that, that's not good for the body. Yeah, it's too rapid. Um, I don't want you to be like, yeah, but on the biggest loser, they used to lose like so many. Yeah, they did extreme things to their bodies. And the majority of them they probably had a lot more weight to lose than the average person so yeah that's a that's an outlier yeah that's way up there yeah. way up there but i think if this is something you want to commit to take the first day easy um like we said prepare have your meals ready mm. if you have a slip up on the first day don't be like oh god i have to wait till next monday to start again yeah just start the next day it's okay it's uh it doesn't have to be all at once as well like it can like just kind of start as like adding more veggies to your dinner or, you know, swapping out your chocolate at lunchtime for a piece of fruit instead or something like that. Like it could be, yeah. Ever so slightly. Like if you have more portions of vegetables, then you have of probably a fattier food. But yeah, I think, I think it's very doable. It's very, um, you know, important to look after your body. You want to make it last as long as possible. And I think starting is the hardest, but you know, it is doable. If that's it is easy to form habits as well. Yes. 
Yeah. Um, one final thing I had noted down, which I think is really, really important, mm-hmm. is don't forget to give yourself a treat, though. So whether that's a Friday night special dessert or a Sunday brunch with the gals, like make sure that it's not all restricted, mm-hmm. that you do allow yourself a treat every now and then because I am someone who loves food and loves treats yeah. and <laughs> would be sad if I didn't have them. Yeah. I think when I was... Um... I think during the pandemic, a lot of people trying to do things for the health because it was just mm. much was going There was on. nothing else to do. Um, <laughs> I I did the same, and I had what we call CCF, which is Can Coke Friday. So on Friday, nice. I did a can of Coke, which I know to people that's people like that might be like, "What? Well, that's not really that big of a deal." Yeah. But to me, like that was a big deal because I was working really hard and yeah. training and all this stuff, and so I was like, "That's my treat." And yeah. I still do it now. I actually have a can of Coke that's in the fridge that I've had from Friday that I just never got around to having. So I'm like, eh. Well, you've already got next Friday. <laughs> so I was just like, well, I don't need it now. But it is there. It's cold, ready to yeah. go. But um, I think, <laughs> like, like, I really agree. You know, treat yourself and um, just be realistic, I guess, is my, yeah, main, my, I think main, so. my main point, I think, yeah. for, this treat yourself be realistic and don't be too hard on yourself if yeah. you do slip up because yeah. sometimes some chalkies will appear in your office and yeah. you're in the human there's always tomorrow, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, hopefully um we guided you in the right direction and hopefully you get the goals that you would like to achieve and we will chat to you next week with part two part two yeah of our Wahoo. series <laughs> <laughs> A mini series within a mini series. <laughs> love that, love that. So, um, follow us at Dunkin' Biscuits Podcast on Instagram. Um, obviously, if we recommend some people to follow on Instagram, please do like you know show support, and we'll chat to you next week. Bye. Bye.